0: Well, hello! Welcome to Daisenshu EX, the podcast! An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daizenshu EX. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in the hopes of enlightening and a little entertaining. That's right, we're back on our weekly schedule here. This is August 20th, and this should be episode 39. Fantastic! I am Mike Labrie, perhaps you know me as Vegito EX. And over here to my less-than-proverbial right, who is this?
1: Um, it's me, Mary.
0: Yay. What might I know you as?
1: Mary. <laughs> or Merrick.
0: Merrick. <laughs> no, it's not Merrick.
1: Mary. Mary C on the org, as yeah. they say. Yeah, but your name is Mary. Yeah. That's, and that's
0: what people should call you. They should. And I can call you other names. Yeah, like, we won't say that. Like, like sweetie.
1: And, and I'll call you, oh, Mikey.
0: Oh, Mikey. <laughs> oh, Mikey Hardcore. <laughs> and speaking oh. of hardcore, we have Julian with us this evening. How does that relate to me?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's it sounded, our sad excuse for a segue. It sounded awesome.
0: <sighs> yes. Hi, Mike. Hello, Julian. How
2: are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I have a week until the semester starts, so I'm kind of like, Ooh,
0: that's right, school!
2: Yes, how nice, but uh, aside from that, I'm doing okay.
0: Good deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anything exciting going on this last week before uh, classes?
2: Oh, not that I know of. I mean, people will start arriving back on campus, it'll say hi, and before that, Oh, of course, there'll be orientation for the freshmen. And I no want point to and fun. laugh at the freshmen. <laughs> oh, look yes.
1: how short they are! How I remember. Who are yes. you to talk? Shut up!
2: <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll put kappa safety on my speed dial so I can point and laugh at all the kids walking around in a drunken stupor. Oh,
0: <laughs> Julian! Look, I what do it to effect? him too. I have my own oh, Mary and I have my oh, Julian. It's fantastic. Er, er, Mary, what's up with us this week? Anything exciting going on?
1: Hmm. Let's see. This week. You know what? All it is is a big, hazy blur of work, sleep, work <laughs> and sleep, and then a doctor came by and took my blood and ran.
0: <laughs> that's a story for another
1: <laughs> day. I guess you took yours, too, and ran. <laughs> you took your water and ran. I have a,
0: that's I have a quick story, okay. and, and this story actually relates to what I like to refer to as DBZ Penis Envy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I do not... Okay, I guess I do want to know.
0: <laughs> so Caster put up this post. He got the uh, Idainoru Songoku Sengoku Densetsu for the PC Engine. And I was like, damn it, I don't have that. Caster's not allowed to have something I don't have. So I hopped on eBay and I grabbed it myself, oh, along no. with the uh, Saturn version of uh, Legends, I which to is recall. also Idainoru. But...
1: Didn't he get a much better deal than you, though? No, we both paid the same amount. Probably oh. from the
0: same person. Ah, I, don't I hope it's
1: on a bootleg No, it's real. Okay. It's in great
0: condition. And, uh, yeah. So that's my story. So, so so... did you cure your penis envy? Yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, it's big again. (laughs) Oh, Oh, we have all sorts of things to go over. We got news. We finally have your DON review. How exciting is that? We've got ABCs. We've got lists. We have no releases, but we have emails. So, uh, shall we? The first bit of news this week is, well, video game stuff. But it's not D-O-N, because do already out and there's no more news about it. This is about Sparking Neo. Now, Mary.
1: Yes, sir? One would
0: assume that you would like the American box art for Sparking Neo, which they have incorrectly once again called Budokai Tenkaichi 2.
1: Yeah, one would assume so, considering the main focus of this image being trunks. A, mean, a, pre- a pretty sexy kind yeah, of trunks. Yeah, well, no. no. <laughs> it looks like they're trying to be Ultimate Battle 22 intro trunks, yeah. and instead it's a poorly retraced image. Oh my but, god, you're right. I didn't notice that. Oh man, that jumped out at me immediately. I mean,
0: it looked familiar to me, but I didn't <laughs> draw that comparison right away. But,
1: but yeah, it just looks sloppily drawn, and I like the concept of having the characters reflected in his sword. I think that's really cool but i think they should have zoomed in more on his face cuz there's way too much black space. Yeah. They don't utilize the It looks uh, like another case enough. of
0: the uh, original American Budokai 3 cover. Is that not quite as bad?
1: Yeah, yeah, i don't think it's as bad, but oh. it's still, you know, trunks or no trunks, it's still a little bit subpar. Especially. Trunks? Well, why not?
0: I mean, yeah, trunks is great, but it i don't know, it's kind of random. But, you know, the Japanese cover art. Oh, yeah. Oh, the
1: sexy. At least they show everybody. Well, I guess they
0: can't really show everybody in the game since there's over 100 characters.
1: Well, uh, you know, the ones that count.
0: Yeah, well, Tenjin Han's on the cover. I know. It's kind of nice, especially considering, (laughs) you know, last week's news. Uh, Very colorful, lots of characters, and kind of updated artwork. I love it. So we've got both of these covers up on the homepage of the website from this past week's update, so uh, check that out if you haven't already seen them. A little bit else about Sparking Neo. I actually just saw these today. Some new characters are revealed, and these are from GT. So
1: that, that's okay. kind of cool. Which mm-hmm. ones?
0: Uh, we have all the forms of Baby Vegeta. Oh, boy. All <sighs> of them, including Golden Ozaru, Baby Vegeta. Oh, boy. So, yeah, ca- kind of cool. We've also got Uub. I, uh-huh. I do not
1: say Majub. I can't stand that term. It drives me up the wall. You know what? I'm so out of touch, I have no idea what you're talking about. This
2: it's from the dub of GT, I believe. Yeah,
1: Funimation calls... Oob, after he's re-merged, fused, whatever you
0: want to call it, with Majin Buu, they call him, like, Majub.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Um, he doesn't have a name.
0: No, he's he's just Oob.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. That's silly.
0: Yeah, so, and they show Pan as well, but we already knew she was in the game.
1: Yay, mm-hmm. girls. Yep. Well, girls, girls, girls.
0: So that's really it. Uh, they, they keep slipping in more and more characters as the weeks go on, and, uh... Yeah, there you go. So, Julian. Yes. Tell us about what else is going on in Japan, and this involves a very important person.
2: Yes, indeed. Well, according to Anime AnimeNewsService.com, is that right?
0: Yes, it is. They've been around for <coughs> years, but a and N kind of took the reins. Uh,
2: they they tell us that the reclusive creator of Dr. Slump and Dragon Ball, is reportedly to appear on NHK's Top Runner chat show on September 12th. Akira Toriyama is known for having done very few media interviews over his years as one of the most popular mangaka in Japan. Um, Now, this sounds pretty interesting. I'd never heard of the show before, but there is indeed a show called Top Runner on NHK. It seems to air on Sundays, which would actually put Toriyama's appearance on the 10th or the 17th instead of the 12th if I have my calculations correct. Can we verify that? And survey says... September
0: 12th is a Tuesday. Yes. So,
2: maybe they had a typo. Maybe it's going to be a Tuesday night episode. I don't really know. But, um, hopefully someone out there will, you know, record this for us or for someone who will give it to
0: us. Indeed.
1: Or maybe it'll end up on that site that we we won't mention.
0: (laughs) The site that shall no longer be named.
2: But I don't think they have this up on there. I mean, it's just a variety-ish talk show. Oh, you'd be surprised there. there. Oh, fair enough. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so we I don't still... really have a confirmation 100% on this, but if ANS is reporting it, I have to imagine that there's some kind of validity behind it.
2: Right. So, I guess we'll just have to see. We will. I mean, hopefully, we actually get to see it.
0: Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. I've never well, seen him in moving form speak. So moving like, form
1: hmm. speak. <laughs> Use brain oh. for smart making. <laughs> never heard his voice
2: never never seen him uh, other than in still photographs so
0: that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) good job (laughs) you thanking much topic topic
3: battle stadium d-o-n
0: Oh, the announcer in this game. Hey, we're going to talk about Battle Stadium, D-O-N. That's right. In case you don't know it, the D-O-N stands for Dorakamoru, One Piece, and Naruto. Yes, a three-way.
1: What a shonen orgy. Yeah. Oh,
0: dear. (laughs) You can call this the spiritual successor on the uh, more advanced platforms from uh, Jump Superstars, which was a Nintendo DS game. With a lot more characters than this. But these are the three big ones. So they made a game with these three. And they know the otaku will buy it. Well, look at me. Yes. (laughs) Well, we've had the game for a while now. I meant to do this review weeks back. But all sorts of things came up like Otakon and Squirrels. And just lack of time (laughs) to actually play the game. But I've had time now. And uh, I am quite ready give my full thoughts on this game. And Mary, you've actually played it a bit too with me. Yes,
1: yes, I have.
0: You have. Julian has not played the game. Nope. But he's going to insert funny comments wherever he can, because that's his job on the game reviews. Okay. (laughs) Well, we're going to kind of go through this the same way we did with Super DBZ. I'm breaking it down into a couple sections here. We have video slash presentation. We've got the audio. We've got the gameplay, debatably the most important part. And then we've got other. And the other in this game is... uh, Interesting to say the least, but we'll save that. Let's get on right into it. Video slash presentation. I really really like the character models in the game.
1: Yeah, I like him except for one thing. And that is? The giant hands. <laughs> I don't know why they have, like, mitten hands. Their hands are gigantic. I mean, for, like, certain shows I can kind of understand it, especially for something like One Piece where yes. they're kind of drawn, exaggerated. Right. But to see someone like Sasuke with, like, huge mitten hands, <laughs> it, it just doesn't compute.
2: The better to punch you with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that way they can't
0: miss. I mean, it's it's not SD style or anything, but it's just not quite there. It's a little obnoxious. Overall, though, I think the character models are really nice. They move well. They're not overly shiny like the Sparking series. They get a little gloss to them, though. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good. One thing that irritates me the most about this game, the mouths do not move when the characters talk.
1: It seems like kind of a rush job in that respect. I can't stand it. Yeah, it is obnoxious. Ah.
0: <sighs> Um, on the plus side, though, it zooms in and out really nicely. Like, when all your characters are close together, it kind of zooms in so you can see everyone. And then, contrastly, when everyone's far apart, it zooms out so you can see everyone. That's all smooth, and everyone still looks good. Doesn't get overly, um, pixelated, but they're polygon, so it wouldn't get pixelated, but... You know what I mean? It looks good that way.
1: And I've noticed not as many Jaggies as some of the other games. No!
0: It's weird. They did that well.
1: Yeah. And if they couldn't bother to animate <laughs> mouth movements, all the characters have learned to be ventriloquists. Oh, I should
0: say that I specifically got the PS2 version. Okay. So Jaggies would be more of a problem on the PS2 than with the GameCube. This is a PS2 and GameCube game. Gotcha. I got the PS2 version, mostly because I like to rip things like music and videos for myself, and it's a lot easier to do it from a PS2 disc. But uh, Plus, I also have the Japanese PS2, and I like to get as many things for it as I can, so it feels ah. like a more solid purchase.
1: True, true. Yeah.
0: Other great things about the video and the presentation. I love it when, well, let's say, Piccolo gets some wings. Or, I don't know, Luffy picks up Zaba's sword. It's so funny. I love it.
1: Right. The items are a great way to kind of make the game a little more humorous. Yeah. There's a
0: good mix of items, just real generic items, like a a ball and chain that holds you in place. And then things like Nyoibo.
1: I would have liked to have seen more show-specific items. I would too. Yeah. Because there's like plenty more things from Dragon Ball that they could have put in, I think, but they didn't. I can't think of any right now. (laughs) So clearly I fail.
0: Well, there's a combination of... Power-ups and items, but I guess we can get to that in the gameplay a little bit. But they look hilarious, because if you pick up wings, your character gets little tiny white wings on their back, and they kind of fly and float. It's great. Another thing that irritates me, we're kind of going back and forth on the good and the bad things, is loading screens. It's like that, not a tunnel, but the bridge, Mm -hmm. you know, before the match. It kind of stutters and stalls as it zooms There's in. There's
1: no reason for that. No, it's so lame.
0: It's such a basic little screen. I don't know if this is exclusive to the PS2 version. Maybe this GameCube has better load times.
1: But true. But yeah, it's uh kind of jarring, and I expect to see that sort of thing in like old games, but not. I know. Something made in 2006.
0: It's 2006 now, folks. Let's uh let's fix that. Huge hands. We already got to. Yes, <laughs> that's on my list. But we should reiterate it. Huge hands. Stupid. Now, the one last, I guess this is a presentation thing that really irritates me, is after everyone's chosen their characters, it does this thing where it just shows everyone, like, centered on the screen. Except Chopper does this thing where he kind of, like, tilts his head to the side and looks really cute and all, uh-huh. but it's not centered, and half of his character model is off the left side of the screen.
1: It's like they didn't bother to think that through. Did anyone play this game? and was like, hmm, I can't see Chopper on the screen. Or someone doesn't know about safe zones. No, it's not a safe zone oh, it's issue. Not. It's way
0: more than a safe zone issue. Oh, it is? Yeah, he's way far off. You can see, like, his little legs. That's about (laughs) it. His little moves. Well, let's move on from uh, the video and the presentation because, well, there's not much there. There's the menus and... They're kind of... It's all very basic.
1: Yeah, it's not anything worth noting, like uh, the Super DBZ. Right, where they were all
0: nods to things. This one's just kind of a generic Like, very kind of
1: techish. Like, it's set in the stadium, obviously. Right. Yeah. Not much to say.
0: Well, let's move on, then. The audio. Julian, I'm going to let you handle this one, the opening theme. I want to know what you think about the song, because, you know, we've talked about it, but we haven't talked about what we feel about the song. What do you think about it? Well, uh...
2: I don't mind the song. It's kind of interesting. It's interesting to hear both, like, the original theme song performer for One Piece and the main guy in DBZ, kind of do a little duet, and, mm-hmm. and that's kind of interesting. The song, though, really doesn't grab me the same yeah. way it did, right. like, the Budokai theme. I feel
0: the same way. Me mm-hmm. too. i glad it's not just me. And it's
1: not like it's bad or anything, but like you no. said, it just doesn't grab you. No, it's just kind of there. It's kind of cute just because you know who's singing it. It's like, oh, that's right. so cool, but beyond that, I wouldn't sit and listen to it for fun like the Budokai songs. Yeah, totally agreed. It's there's just something about it that's very disappointing. On the other hand, the visuals that go with it are pretty hilarious, but also oh, kind of strange looking too.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's the in-game models, but it's not the in-game engine. It's kind of like a movie file. It's really, weird. it's really weird. blurry
1: and odd looking, and there's weird crotch shots when people <laughs> get big. Uh, you'll have to see it to believe it. You can
0: actually download it on the site. I have the opening and ending available for download on the site. Check out the videos section. But uh, other than the the opening theme, the music in the game, I find it very forgettable. It's trying very hard to be Smash Brothers music. I noticed that, too. We'll get into that in a little more um, detail later. But it just, uh, nothing from any of the three series. I would have liked to have something pulling in. Maybe that would have been more of a licensing nightmare than it already was. But
1: uh. Yeah, the music was very, you know, Super Smash Brothers. Like, I remember walking by and thinking, oh, are you playing Super Smash Brothers? Oh, wait, no. It's
0: it's like that upbeat, fun orchestral music kind of feeling.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But it's just, you know, that's so, you know, associated with that one game that it's right. hard to, you know, slap it in a game that's very similar and then, you know, not take notice.
0: Let's move on from the music. Talk about the announcer. Ah, huh.
1: You know, for some people, this might be worth the purchase price alone <laughs> if you're really sadistic.
0: I agree. Now, the announcer slash narrator for this game, he is very, very clearly a native English speaker. Very, very clearly. Because he can pronounce his L's, he doesn't have a Japanese accent, and wow.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: Um, so we were talking about, they showcase the characters before you fight, and it shows them on the screen, but the announcer also says their names. Um, yeah, last I heard, the character's name was Naruto, and not... Naruto! So this is really irritating, because it's a Japanese game, and they're throwing this bastardized, pre-dub ruining of the character's name in the game!
1: Naruto! They do pronounce Sasuke's name correctly. Right.
0: Every, almost everyone else is correct. They they don't say Sasuke. They say Sasuke. Sasuke. And they say Sakura, not Sakura. Sakura. So why Naruto? It's bizarre. Just it to get on Mike's nerves. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And then there's also the fun things like Piccolo. Not Piccolo. Piccolo. And, and uh, Choppa. 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 But... But it's spoken with an American style playing Japanese accent. It's, it's very, very bizarre. It's even
1: more weird when you get to the menus and there are some uh, selections that are in Japanese. So here you have like <laughs> this English speaking person trying to pronounce Japanese.
0: So we've got...
4: Hitori de
1: batosuta!
4: Survival challenge!
1: Time challenge! Practice! Minna de batosuta! hachachike option gallery it's yeah.
0: it's very very funny so
2: he's like he's reading the japanese pronunciations instead of giving like english equivalents pretty
0: much sense. yeah i don't know it's it's almost worth it just to hear this guy it's incredibly bizarre but funny at the same time and also irritating i don't know
1: oh oh I we know. forgot the big one what's that he obviously speaks english right right so, how come he doesn't say Battle Stadium D O N?
0: Battle STADIUM! Like, he pauses when he's saying it to say it Japanese style.
1: No, just say it the way it's supposed to be said.
0: And, and it's not RI, it's "lee." very clearly for Rock Lee.
1: LEE! yeah that's a good thing yeah it it's is. Like,
2: it's like somebody wrote out the names in real Magic without considering what the names were <laughs> um when they were made into english yeah
0: so, so anyways the announcer guy he's incredibly interesting let's talk about the most important part of the game and that is gameplay now have you played super smash brothers you probably have you'll feel right at home in don it plays almost dead on. You've got the button for jump. You've got the button for attack. You've got the button for a special move. You've got the button for a super move. You can double jump. It it feels just like Smash Brothers.
1: And yet, despite all that, I have an easier time with Super Smash Brothers and those buttons. I don't know if it's because it's the GameCube controller and I have a preference. I don't know. But despite, you know, playing a few rounds and I kept asking you, what does this button do? What does this button do? It just wouldn't stick with me. And I kept (laughs) doing super moves like every two seconds. Oh yeah, you're
0: trying to jump and instead you're doing... I mean, I know you can
1: change the buttons and everything, but I had a hard time with that. But that just might be me inept as as a (laughs) non-gamer.
0: Let's talk about how it actually differs from Smash Brothers in its gameplay. There's something called... Well, I I call it a shared life bar. And this is different from Smash Brothers, where you kind of build up that percentage, and once you're over 100, it's easy to knock you out, and that takes away a life. This is a little different, where there's one life bar at the top of the screen, and initially it's split up into four equal parts for, you know, four players, or two if there's two. And it's kind of like a tug-of-war, where you fight back and forth, and as you hit the opponent and you gain these little red energy balls, it builds up your side. So the goal is to steal the entire life bar and then kill everyone.
1: I think that's really unique.
0: It is. It reminds me a lot of Legends in a way. Legends plays the same way for PS1, Japanese release, where it's that same tug-of-war, and once you fill it up to your end, you do the super move. Mm -hmm. This one, there's no super move. You just win when it's at that level. But I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a... If you're going to copy Smash Brothers, at least do something different. So as you're hitting the opponent, you'll see all these um, red ball things fly all over the place. The little ones give you a little energy, and if you kind of knock someone really far, you'll get a huge one, that'll build up your life bar. It's uh, it's interesting. I enjoyed that part of it. Now, the game is uh, pretty fast and pretty responsive, it moves quick with the exception of turning around
1: Ugh, Mm. that's one thing that immediately turned me off about the game is that they'd be looking in the complete opposite direction of their opponent and i couldn't get them to turn around
0: yeah like if you're stuck if you're pressing the attack button you really need to stop and pause for a second and turn your character around to face the right way, because he just won't do it otherwise. Uh, some characters, however, are a little too painfully slow, and the one that I noticed was Frieza.
1: Which is such a damn shame, because I wanted to kick ass with Frieza. I know.
0: I love playing as Frieza in all the Japanese games, because I get his Japanese voice, and
1: I'm so happy as a fanboy. But he's so slow in this that I just can't play as him. Yeah, I've, I've been gravitating towards the really fast characters. Yeah. I've been whoring Zoro <laughs>
0: But um So I, I can't play as Frieza in this game. I, so I think sad. you like Piccolo, though. I do. I like Piccolo a lot, and uh, I'm also enjoying Sasuke. I use Goku a little bit, mm-hmm. but Piccolo and Sasuke are kind of my main two right now. Yeah,
1: I, ha- I don't think any of the Dragon Balls are particularly... In the other ones, know. yeah. But Piccolo seems to stand out.
0: I enjoy Piccolo. You know what I like about Piccolo is the Makanko Sapo. It goes uh, really far and all the way across the screen. So I just go far away, line myself up... And- Gotcha. Yeah, that's why I like him.
1: Oh, you know what? Vegeta's kind of decent, too. You, you like him? He's pretty fast. Yeah, I don't care for Goku or Gohan, but yeah. Vegeta was decent as well. Well,
0: I guess there's not much else to say about the gameplay. If you've played Smash Brothers, you've played this.
1: So do you want to talk about the game overall?
0: Yeah, let's let's get to the other. Okay. Oh, God, I was so upset when I saw this before we got the game, and I was even more upset when I got the game and I saw this. Why the hell does it say Friza? This oh, is a no. Japanese release game. They have always correctly spelled his name. Why does it have the I?
1: And it's not like the game's ever going to come out here. No. So it's like, why even bother referencing, you know, a dubified <sighs> spelling? It's like
0: the developers didn't know how to write characters' names in English. So they probably went, went online. Went and, like went Funimation site or something. Oh,
1: God. Know. Let's go to Ball Z. com. Oh, right. Frieza, of course.
0: Oh. They say it correctly. I mean, they say Frieza. Frieza! But the spelling, why? It, it's It's painful to my little heart every time I see it. You die a little bit. I do. Yeah. Another thing that irritates me about the game: Sanji doesn't have a cigarette in his mouth. Maybe yeah, they didn't want to animate it. That's true. They're not animating his mouth, so why, why bother cigarette in there? Exactly. <laughs> but like every game I've ever played with Sanji, he's smoking. So why not
1: now? Oh. You sure he didn't have a lollipop?
0: Oh. Ugh. I'm damn sure. Let's hope not. I've seen. You know, random posts by people on boards are like, oh, if they're they're spelling it that way and Sanji doesn't have a cigarette, that means they can easily bring it over to America. No, not easily. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No.
1: (laughs) People don't seem to know about licensing hell. Right.
2: I mean, you could conceivably license all three from Shueisha, but then there's still a matter of, you know, DBZ and One Piece being animated by Toei and Naruto being, what, Piero?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, those are my two... Appearance things that are bugging me, and the other category, the big one of this game that everyone's been complaining about, everyone is those fucking slots.
1: I would accept it if it was nice and short and sweet. And, and it to wasn't point. rigged. Rigged?
0: It's rigged.
1: Oh well, I haven't actually it's totally tried the rigged. Slots. I only watch you play it, and it just goes on forever. Like you're playing that shit for like ten minutes. I'm like when's the slots gonna oh, end?
0: So here's the deal: you play through the single-player mode, which is like a mission mode. And I'd say about 60% of those one-player stages, a little mission will pop up that says something like, jump 50 times during the, uh, the round. Or win with your energy at its max kind of thing. And if you complete those missions, you'll get a certain amount of coins after it. Like 15 or 30. And when you get to the end of the single player mode, you get to use these coins in the slot machine. Now the problem is the slot machine is rigged. And it doesn't perfectly line up with when you press the button. Like when you press the X button, the one of the three will stop. Except it doesn't stop when you press the button. It keeps going until the game decides... Well, this is what I'm going to give you. It drives me nuts. And to unlock anything of any value, it goes into this shadow mode kind of thing. And it's totally bizarre and almost totally random. I've noticed that you have to have at least 60 coins. And then maybe during the slots, it'll kind of gray everything out and do the shadow thing and automatically give you the best options. And then you go into this bonus mode where it continues to endlessly rig the game and maybe you'll unlock a character or a stage or some other random thing. I fucking hate it. You're angry. (laughs) I
1: am. But it is pretty unbearable.
0: It is to just sit there and be like, X, X. It doesn't even matter if I'm looking at the screen. I'll just keep pressing. Couldn't they come up with
1: a more efficient way to unlock things? Oh,
0: but this is replay, Mary. This is replay value.
1: It could be replay if it wasn't rigged. Oh, if it would actually, like, timed itself the I way know. you can press the buttons.
0: And if you don't go into the shadow mode, you just get these little cards. Basically, what these cards let you do is set up your own custom uh, multiplayer matches where you can say, uh, the only items are wings or that kind of thing, which I haven't even done yet because I don't care. I just want to finish unlocking the characters. Ah, Driving me nuts. And I'm sure every other review is going to complain about the exact same thing. So my suggestion is to play the game in normal, normal mode, use a character you're good with, uh, look up these missions, and make sure you get at least 60 coins before you get to the end, or you'll have wasted that one-player mode. you have to do it all over again. Go into those stupid slots. Hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. Okay. Uh, Well, let's take it back to the things that I enjoy. Now, we talked a little bit about the opening, and uh, it's very cute, and the music. The ending to this game is where it's at.
1: It is. I I was like crying. It's like, oh, man, this is why I love these shows. This is why everyone else should love these shows. Oh, totally. It's like friendship, and having a good time, and getting drunk with pirates.
0: (laughs) I also have this up for download, so if you haven't purchased the game, you can see it. It's, It's a little more rewarding to play through the horror of the slots, and... And also see this, but so we've got the three character or the three shows. Everyone's combined. They're all doing each other's stuff, and I don't know if I want to spoil any of them. The one that made me cry with fanboy glee a little bit was Gohan doing the hand motions. The Jutsus. <laughs>
1: like, oh my god, that is so absurdly cute.
0: And then the next one's hilarious, but I don't, I don't want to ruin that one.
1: Should we say who who's interacting?
0: Um, it, it involves Piccolo. And a certain character from a certain show that does not have the ability to use key or chakra. <laughs> so, just picture it. Picture what you think it'll be. And then watch the video. You'll enjoy it. <sighs> There's kind of like our abbreviated D.O.N. review. Is there anything else we can say about the game?
1: Um, Just in general? Yeah. It's enjoyable, but not for an extended period of time. It definitely lends itself to more of a, a group yeah. kind of session. But playing on your own, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, you have to play on your own for a little bit to get the things that are worth using, oh, like that sucks. the ex- extra characters and the stage. Oh, we haven't talked about the stages at all. Real quick, let's go through them. I hate those scrolling stages.
1: Yeah, I like the concept of that Naruto one where they're in the forest and mm-hmm. you know, the the giant snakes are coming at you, but I don't like the fact that it scrolls.
0: Yeah, it, it just uh and the vertical stage. I I think it's from One Piece. Yes. Is it the Sky P.S. stage?
2: Yeah, it's uh, a giant jack. Hmm. The big. Beanstalk.
0: What? Yeah, exactly. What irritates me about that stage is the characters don't seem to be able to jump high enough, even with the double jump. When it starts moving fast, I have a tough time getting high enough because it'll tell you that the stage is going up or going down. Sometimes it'll go slow, sometimes it'll go fast. And I'm getting my ass beat. I can't jump high enough to keep myself up there. One thing I found of uh, use was using Goku's Kamehameha. If you point it downwards, it'll push him up in the air. Uh Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Just like Smash Brothers, if you point in a certain direction with your attack, it'll kind of do something different. Anything else, Mary?
1: That's about it. I'm I think of, you summed it up. I'm kind of so-so on the game.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a multiplayer game. Uh, the more people you have, the better. So if you are going to play it multiplayer, maybe GameCube's the best way to go for you because it's it's real easy to play Japanese games on any other uh, GameCube. You just get that freeloader disc, and you've already got four controller slots. PS2, um, harder to mod, harder to play unless you have a Japanese PS2, and then you've got to get the multi-tap, which uh, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Because it's like 30, 40 bucks. I don't know if I want to get it just for the one game. So there you go. It's available on the GameCube and the PS2 in Japan exclusively. And it is probably not going to come out in any other country. Oh. It's it's just too difficult for them to license this stuff. I'm sure there's going to be a sequel, and it'll probably be better than this one.
1: Maybe they deliberately made this one kind of mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, let's test the water, see how it does, and, you know, a sequel is inevitable, and then we'll put more effort into it. Maybe yeah. we'll make the characters move their mouths.
0: <laughs> well, that pretty much sums it up for DON. From us, I'm going to say if you have friends, definitely pick up the game. If you're into each of these three series, you'll probably find lots of stuff that you'll enjoy. It's not as solid of a buy as I'd say Super D B Z is. But hey, don't take my word for it.
4: Hey guys, it's Bryce from Otaku Generation, just calling in with a few words about D.O.N. Battle Stadium. Uh, Overall, I love it. I think it's just so much fun. I'm a huge fanboy of uh, Naruto and One Piece and I've always have a soft spot for Dragon Ball. So this makes every bone in my body happy. I think that I would recommend this to pretty much anybody who's a fan of the series that are represented the game as far as like a standalone game without like, you know, the fandom behind it, I don't think this game is quite good enough. It's kind of like a weaker Smash Bros when you get down to the core of it. But I think the stuff in it is unique enough, like the struggle system I think is very, very cool, I think that the reverse attacks and burst mode is very, very cool, so I think this game is definitely worth it if you like the series, otherwise I would definitely recommend Smash Bros. But yeah, pretty much I like the whole, I like the cast of characters they included. I like the items, I like the stages, Uh, pretty much nothing too bad to say about the game, the only real gripe that pretty much I have is unlocking crap with the slot machine, because Getting the coins for the slot machine is a real bitch. <laughs> um, but as far as like the slot machine itself, I think it's not really that aggravating. I With 45 coins, I once got two characters unlocked in one go-around, so I guess I've been pretty lucky compared to some people I've read about online. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Overall, I give this puppy a definite import if you like any of the series. Uh, and if you have friends to play with, definitely even better, because it can get boring on single-player mode. Anyway, uh, Guess I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, bye. Keep it real. Okay, I'm gone now.
3: Hi, this is Adamant from the forums. I thought to do a short review of Battle Stadium DON. Well, the game has its flaws, but I still find it pretty enjoyable. While it's obviously not on the same level as Super Smash Bros. Melee, it's an entertaining little fighter with a whole lot of options to play around with, making for some very entertaining custom matches. The controls could've been better, but the game makes for a very nice multiplayer experience. The problems lie outside of multiplayer however, When playing alone the only thing to do is fight in a tournament which never provides much challenge, no matter difficulty level. A series of challenges like Smash Brothers event mode or a story mode or something like that would really helped. While tournament does have a couple of missions popping up at random, a lot of these are more annoying than fun really, like having to jump a hundred times during a match. And the slot machines, which is just stupid, especially since it's nearly impossible to line up the pirate's head unless the machine is rigged in your favor. And finally we have the coupons used for customizing multiplayer battles. Losing your coupons by using them is just a stupid idea, especially when a lot of the fun ones are rare. I guess you can get around that by removing a memory card. Hopefully an eventual sequel will fix these problems. As I said, most of the fun is offered by the game licensed multiplayer so I can't really recommend the game if you don't have any friends so are willing to spend some time with it. Do, you, however, by all means, pick it up.
5: Hello, this is Sebastian from the Daisenshu EX forums. I'm here to give my little impressions review upon Battle Stadium D.O.N. for the GameCube and the PS2. I have the GameCube version, so I'll, here I go. Um, what I liked about the game? I liked the opening, of course. I mean, everyone likes the opening in the game. I thought that was really nice. I like the gameplay very much. I like how it's similar to Smash Brothers, But it's enough to make itself a little different, especially how the whole kind of health system works with the you know collecting red orbs and getting into burst mode. It's a different. It has that uniqueness to it, and also I like that you were never counted out in the game. Even though you're knocked out, you can always come back in and you know beat down your opponent and make a surprise comeback. So I like the you know the 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 opportunities that are always open in the game. So I thought that was really nice. How it's it's able to be similar to Smash Brothers, but at the same time make itself somewhat different to it with that whole aspect of uh, certain conditions being met to win the matches Uh, I like the ending at story mode the after the feast ending that was nice as well I also like, you know, the, the, um, in the multiplayer, you basically, you know, you you can use some of the tickets you win from the slots. I mean, that's something that's tedious, but I like those whole little rules and everything. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I like about the game. Um, What I don't like about the game, uh, I don't like the graphics that much. I mean, they're not bad, they're average at most, but I think they could have done a little better job with it, you know. Aiding did Ninja Gekto Tyson, even that looked a little better than this game, and I and I really felt that they could have done a little better. I didn't like how some of the Dragon Ball characters look. Well, specifically one Dragon Ball character being Cell. Um, his eyes look. You can hardly see his pupils. Let's just say that much, and it looks kind of weird. But it's a look you you get—you know—you kind of get used to after a while because you know they were trying to fit three licenses in one game. Um, Another thing I didn't like about the game, of course, the slot system. Towards the end, after you—you know—win matches and you get coins, I thought that was a little annoying. But you kind of get used to it after a while. But it's still pretty annoying, and it's just—you know—you have to go on and on with the story mode, collecting all the unlocking all the characters collecting tickets it's kind of tedious so overall i guess i'd recommend the game definitely for the gamecube it's easy to get so basically i'd recommend it if you're a fan of smash brothers fan of one of the licenses a fan of Smash Brothers, or a fan of all the licenses, or even if you're just a fan of all the licenses in general. Um, Overall, yeah, I definitely definitely recommend it. It, You know, it's a start, and I think, you know, I'm hoping for a sequel. But, but, you know, overall, what really makes the game fun is just the multiplayer. Very, very fun, especially with your friends. I mean, that's what you expect from, you know, kind of a Smash Brothers-esque type game. So, I'd recommend it. Later. Hey, thanks for the reviews, guys, Now hopefully all the
0: listeners can form an even better opinion about whether or not to purchase the game. And hey, now it's time for ABCs with Julien-sensei. So, Julien, do you have anything for the letter N? Naruto. <laughs> I was just about to say that, too.
2: What, that's ABC, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Only
0: younger. Well, considering <laughs> what we just reviewed, m- maybe... <laughs>
2: Well, either that or I suppose we could go a different route and say, like, Namu or something.
0: All right. Well, are
2: you doing Namu? Sure, why not? All right. Namu! Namu. He appears in the 21st Fennecai Jubudokai. That's the name of the place. It is. Or the event, rather. And, (laughs) um,. Basically, he is there to help his village get water or buy water because they're having a drought. And so he enters the tournament and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm here to tell you about is, well, kind of the origins of the character's name. Yes. I you could say. It's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Namu is obviously kind of based on a Indian-ish look, um, although it's not heavily referenced in his character. But the fact that his name is Namu um, heavily hints at that. Right. Uh namu would be short for the phrase namu Butsu, which is used in pure land Buddhism as a sort of mantra or incantation. <laughs> basically, uh, I'm, I'm not going to give you a whole history of Buddhism <laughs> and Buddhism in Japan in like 30 seconds, but <laughs> basically pure land Buddhism's beliefs is that this is the age of Mappo, everything's going to hell, and basically you need to do one kind of practice in order to get yourself taken up to the pure land by like by the Buddha, and so you do this chant, and then when you die, the Buddha will swoop down, as they call it, Raigo, but not the kind of evil Raigo as depicted in One Piece, and take you up to the Pure Land. But anyway, so Namu Amirabutsu is that, and so it's obviously a reference to Buddhism, which um, is kind of interesting for me. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Namu is a pretty cool guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think is this that's how I you're going. summarizing <laughs> the segment yeah they have all this great stuff about buddhism and oh by the way he's a cool guy
1: well he is a cool guy this is like such
0: an exact description from something like the Daisenshu. when i'm always like hey julian can you look at this and see if there's anything interesting about the character and what would it say literally namu is a pretty cool guy (laughs) like yeah that that helps us in absolutely no way whatsoever okay well i could al-
2: you could also point out that he was killed by one of piccolo the great demon king's henchmen well that's because... more interesting than he's just a yes. cool guy <laughs> mm-hmm. but then he gets revived by the dragon balls and and he starts after thirsty. that yeah after that we really don't hear from him yeah he he's uh, just kind of out there yeah
0: to- totally random has nothing to do with namu except that it kind of does and uh kage in Virtua fighter one of his ending phrases is just namu
1: Wow, that was random. Yes,
0: and there is Mike's random video game reference for the episode. Is there anything else about the Dragon Ball character, Namu?
2: Um,
0: He's a pretty cool guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with a fake beard, he could sub in for Mutandoshi.
0: <laughs> okay, I hereby take away Julian's microphone. It's that I can't because he's very far away. Ha <laughs> ha! And I turn it over to Mary.
1: Yeah, I got my own microphone.
0: You do. You got two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> I wish. Oh, there we go with more references. Mary. Yeah. Your top five list this week. I enjoy this one. Uh-huh. This is the top. Where it's at. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, Julian. This is the top five Mista Satan moments.
1: Yes, siri, bomb. I hate to um, do best character moments, but I figure Mr. Satan has so very few positive moments where I don't want to kill him that it, it warrants a list. Now, Julian,
0: you truly enjoyed this character. Yes, I find him
2: amusing because he's Abusing? just... Abusing? <laughs> I said amusing because he's just such an over-the-top... Um, I don't know, he's he's arrogant, he's, he's stupid, <laughs> He's <laughs> he's, crazy. A, he's a self-promoter... He has no shame. <laughs> right. But he seems to come out okay in the end, so...
0: He does. So, hey, Mary. Yeah. Your number five, Mr. Satan moment.
1: This is uh, one of the few occasions where he has an opportunity to fight hardcore. Um, I, I guess. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> publicly. Yeah. Uh, this is when he fights number 18 in the Tenkaichi Um, which number... This would be 25. Thank you, 25. Mm. This is after the kids have fought, right? Right. So, you know... What's he gonna do? Fight against a girl? Well, well, not really. I mean, he has to make himself look good. So, number 18, knowing, you know, this is the case, decides to use this to her advantage and says, hey, give me lots of money and I'll throw the fight. You'll look good in the process. (laughs) So, of course, a deal is made. And it is, again, referenced in DBC Movie 11. The intro is fantastic it to is. that movie. I mean,
0: the rest of it's shit, but I like the opening.
1: <laughs> and honestly, who would have thunk that Mr. Satan and Number 18 would have such amusing character interactions? <laughs> like, I know, it's, it's true. They're quite the comedy team. <laughs> Who would throw them together? I enjoy that. I do. All right, I'm going to reference another movie moment somewhat. Okay. My number four pick. Yes. You know, it's it's potty humor, literally. literally. <laughs> this is from movie nine when he's uh trying to get out of the fight, fighting the, uh, what do they call them, the four galactic warriors yeah. or whatever the hell they want to call them. Um, of course, he's faking a stomach ache, and he ends up in the bathroom with his <laughs> pants around <laughs> his ankles, like muttering to himself. Eventually, when he decides to leave, walking all proud and triumphant, And he's got this roll of toilet paper, like, dragging behind him, (laughs) (laughs) attached to his shoes. So it's like, yeah, "Yeah, you're classy, dude.
0: He's a cool dude.
1: (laughs) He is. (laughs) All (laughs) right. Classic potty moment.
0: How about number three?
1: Number three. Ah, it's hilarious in that it is very short, quick, and to the point. Mm -hmm. But it's still funny. It's, uh... Cell has arrived on the scene. They're about to start the Cell games, you know, with the good fighters. Of course, Mr. Satan and his uh, little band of goons <laughs> are standing around, acting all pompous. So Mr. Satan's finally about to throw down, bobbing all around Cell. Cell just stands there. He doesn't even look at him. Yeah, he, he doesn't blink. And then out of nowhere, his arm just shoots off to the side, hits Mr. Satan, and he goes flying into a mountain. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that, that's definitely what makes the scene. in his reaction. He, yeah. he doesn't even care that Mr. Satan is throwing all these punches and kicks. He just decides, okay, that's enough, and passes <laughs> him aside.
0: Little nuisance.
1: I think that was a nice breeze. I love that scene.
0: Me too. But uh, how about number two? This is one of my favorite scenes because I, I quasi used it in a video.
1: <laughs> it's also good <laughs> because I used it in a video game. Yes. That's even more yes. badass. Yes. It is, of course, Mr. Satan trying to trick and or kill Majin Buu with video games. <laughs> I love it. Too. And <laughs> who would come up with such an idea? I guess Mr. Satan would.
0: I'm pretty sure it says Game Poi on it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Doesn't he also try to kill him with, like, a poison chocolates or something?
0: Yeah, but the video games are funny. Yeah, the video game is just okay. more amusing,
1: because, like, where would he get the video game from, and why would he think Boo would even care? And who rigged it
0: to make it explode?
1: Exactly! <laughs> I want to know who is responsible for this. Because I want to know what game he's playing. The game yeah. where you die? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Besides, all he needed to do was just say, Boo, killing's bad, okay?
1: <laughs> okay. You learned that the hard way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a great scene, though. Yeah, it's just
1: so absurd, it's at number two. Yes. Well, uh, how about
0: number one? Number one
1: is a genuinely nice and sweet moment. It's not, you know, absurd, it's not silly. Well, I guess it's a little bit silly. Yeah, kind of. It's um, in the DBZ when uh Goku is fighting uh Chibibu, and they're trying to make a Genkidama, and no one's helping, Vegeta pleaded to the world, and no one gave a <laughs> shit, <laughs> and finally, this is seen black. Okay, I'm gonna talk to you, world. You're gonna listen to me because I'm the champion of the world, and you all love me. And everyone's like, no! "Oh, it's Mr. It's Satan! Mr. Satan! He's in my head!" <laughs> At night, in my oh, dreams, dear. and then they make a Genki Dama and they save the world. So, unlike the Cell Saga, Mr. Satan yes. actually had a hand in saving the world yes. in this but,
2: point. But notice that even during that, he still manages to make it a self-promoting moment. Yeah. He goes, I'm here fighting Boo, you need to let me your power. <laughs> and then... They they all uh, happily comply. Right. Yeah.
1: He, but he helps, you know, the people get motivated, even yeah. if he has to lie in if the process. If he didn't say that,
0: would they really pay attention to him? I mean, come on.
1: He had uh, to say it. Yeah. He had to. Yeah, I guess he had to lie. It, it's
0: a genuinely great moment. Just, I
1: mean, even if you don't like the guy, I mean, I can see it kind of upsetting someone like, Oh, man, I hate this guy. Now he's going to take the credit again. But he motivated a planet. He did. That's pretty nice. And,
0: hey, that would genuinely take the number one spot for me.
1: Good list. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times.
0: Yes.
2: All right, so releases for this month here. Uh, we're already through all of the releases for this month, as far as we know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what we got.
0: <laughs> Next month, there's some anime manga and some DVDs and all that kind of shit, isn't it? But uh, the rest of August, there ain't nothing. So we're going to just move on along. Our first email comes to us from mafisto86, and this individual says, First I want to say thanks for the greatest Dragon Ball fan site. Sadly many of the old great fan sites have either gone on permanent hiatus, or are simply gone. Yeah, it's true. It's sad. I'm glad that Daizenshu EX is still around because it is great. Long live Daizenshu EX. I agree. Long live. Long live me. <laughs> Anyways, ahem, enough fanfare. My question is about the Kanzembang and whether the volumes will be or are released in North America. I live in Canada, eh? If they are already out here in the West, then I apologize for my ignorance. Oh, young lad, you have no ignorance. If it is a lad, I hope it's a lad. If not, well, laddie, laddess, Lassie. Lass. <laughs> lassie. Lassie. <laughs> Here, Lassie. The Kanz and bon are not out in North America, and we do not know whether or not they ever will be. Now, if we equate Viz to Funimation, well, Funimation likes to re-release and re-release and re-release and take all of your money. Viz, they haven't really re-released. They've interrupted their own releases and started to replace them. I don't know if that's really the same thing, but Funimation's kind of doing that right now.
2: Right. In Viz's case, it was moving into a different kind of model for releases. They were right. going through and they were making a lot of their older releases right to left and just basically shrinking everything down and making it cheaper. Yeah. So that that kind of went through a whole different sales model rather than anything specific to the series. Yeah,
0: pretty much. So uh, the entire series is done from this at this point, beginning to end, all 42 volumes. Will they put out a kanzenban? I hope they will, and I hope they take out all of their editing bullshit and you know, have a truly complete unedited version in the future that'd be cool
2: yes if you think about it that is a killer marketing strategy yeah have the regular release be so censored that people actually have even more reason to buy the re-release
0: yeah well hey take a cue from funimation here folks whether or not they'll do it i don't know we don't know we can't really speculate but
1: here's hoping why do we not do our marketing you know we should market for viz
0: well we should but then little kids (laughs) wouldn't buy our stuff and therefore, we make no money. Oh, Aww. that's how it works. Yes. I know, it's sad. We're fans. Julian!
2: All right, our next email comes to us from Son Goharoto. That sounds like an interesting fusion. Indeed. Anyway, <laughs> greetings to all. This is Son Goharoto, a longtime fan of the site, but never a forum member. After reviewing the Ask and Shui X archives and finally catching up on the past podcast, podcast episodes, I am fairly confident that this question hasn't
0: been asked before. You're fairly consonant? <laughs>
2: I said confident. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, where was I? Where did the name Kushami come from in regards to Lunch's flaxen-haired alter ego? I do know it means sneeze, but was she ever referred to as such in the manga or anime? Or did this term come from the Daizenshu? Well, as a matter of fact, this question has been asked before, and we covered it a while back in our rumor guide. As a matter of fact, the use of Kushami seems to date back to Curtis Hoffman's old manga... Uh, what what did you call them? Summaries. Yeah, he did. Mike? He
0: he pretty much called them summaries.
2: Yeah, I, it wasn't a it wasn't a straight translation. He no. added in a lot of his own right, his own observations, his own angle on things. So right, like he really...
0: would introduce the chapters and the volumes, and he would say, yeah. um, here are the new characters that appear in this volume, and he he wouldn't translate it. He would like you said, just give a brief rundown of the events that happen. Right, and so in
2: in the process, he decided for the sake of convenience to label the evil version of lunch as which means sneeze but she's never actually referred to that in the series it's something that he
0: made up so you can check out a little bit more of this in the rumor guide curtis hoffman is i don't know how many people get this reference curtis hoffman is kevin caldwell of <laughs> dragon Ball. he uh he did all this stuff way long ago and disappeared off the face of the planet he did these manga summaries back when it was still coming out and everything was still new he even did gt episode summaries as they were coming out so he's kind of uh the old father figure Of the Dragon Ball web Mm. community and content specifically. Yes. But he
2: is not infallible. No. And neither is Chris Saros.
0: No. And neither is Old Vigio AX. Oh, I beg to differ. (laughs) Next email! (laughs) Mary, why don't you take this one?
1: Sure thing. This one comes to us from Andrew Shear. I was wondering, is it ever mentioned what happened to Frieza's race? It seems like they could be a big threat to the Dragon Ball universe and the subject of a lot of fanfiction. Thank you for reading my question and hopefully also answering it. Well, hopefully we'll have an answer, but I think you're going to get some speculation.
0: (laughs) This is the non-answer answer. answer. (laughs) Um, Nothing is said. In fact, do they say anything about any other member beyond Frieza and King Cold? And maybe Kula only in the movies?
1: Not as far as I know. No.
0: Now, did Frieza ever refer to parents in a plural form?
1: Mm, well, plurals in Japanese is kind well, of difficult um, anyway. Well, I,
2: I could tell you if I had my manga in front of me, but I don't. But um, there definitely, if I could actually go back and look at that volume, I could probably tell you whether he uses a specifically plural form. If he says yoshin, that would be plural. Okay. If not, the chances are it could be taken as singular.
0: Well, here's what you're going to need to do to get the answer to this question. We'll look it up. Um, after. We would have looked it up before, except I just pulled in the emails before we started recording. And we couldn't really research any of them. So, check the forum thread for this episode on the site, and I'm sure by the time we post it, someone else will have, you know, gone back and taken a look at it if Julian hasn't. So, we'll tell you if they say anything about parents, plural, which would in turn mean that there were others. Or maybe King Cold was, you know, God, and, <laughs> you know, had his own sons by himself. Our next email comes to us from Sato Sky, and he says, I'm going to paraphrase it because it's um, like six or seven lines long. Been a fan of the site for about two years. Loves it. Awesome. We're all fantastic. Wants to have my baby. The question is, are there any official releases that contain the Mexican dub of DBZ? I know Funimation was releasing the Saiyajin saga with the Mexican dub, but I want the movies. Well, uh, one of the movies had the Mexican dub. That was it, I think.
2: Yeah, I think that was just movie five that Funimation released. Yeah, the first uh, Mexican Spanish dub.
0: Yeah, for some reason, the first Kula movie had the Mexican dub on it, and uh, that was it. It's a shame because it's so good. It's it's such a good dub. It's got the original music. It's got fantastic voices. Unfortunately, that's all I know of. I don't know of any official release containing the Mexican dub anywhere else. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But I think I would have heard about it by now, and I'd probably own a volume or so. So I got nothing for you, dude. You can check out Funimation's Movie 5. That's really it. If you happen to find anything, let me know, because
1: I want to buy them. Mary? Yes?
0: This last email is uh pretty much for you.
1: Oh, boy. So I get to read it, huh? You do. righty. this one comes to us from Fred. He writes Fred Levy here, currently in North Carolina. I think it's Levy. Levy. Fred Levy. Levy, I, I actually Wavy,
2: Levi, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's true. He could be pants. Okay. <laughs> currently in North Carolina. Like he he is. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I was wondering, since Mary plays Super Dragon Ball Z and she likes trunks, which she liked best? Trunks' is beam sword or katana. I can never decide on one, so I created two cards so I can use both. As
0: I like to say when I see it every time, Trunks with a motherfucking lightsaber.
1: Yeah, but that's not my preference. No. I actually like yes. the katana more because I can pretend I'm playing with Kenshin. <laughs> a purple-haired what? Kenshin. What? Yes. I don't know. And thank you,
2: Miss Windu, for that comment about the lightsaber.
1: <laughs> he looks okay. a lot more Asian. I
0: I guess. I kind of like okay. the beam sword. It looks neat. It's got this, like a Ghostbusters power pack on his back or something. He pulls it out. Of. <laughs> it's cool. Okay. So you Unlimited like the katana? Power. Yes, I do. All right. Well, uh, fantastic. Hey, guys and gals, because we do have gals. One's on the show.
1: Oh, my God. How amazing is
0: that? If you would like to send us emails, please go right on ahead and do so. Hop over to the website, Dyes EX, and over on the left, we have a link that says... <gasps> Contact. You click it, you find all of the necessary addresses. You want to send us a question for the show? Go on ahead. You want to send us some comments about the podcast? Go on ahead. You want to ask us some regular personal questions? Go on ahead. We want them. Send them. We'll take them. I'll read them. And maybe a month later, I'll respond to them. Well, folks, I need to go play Final Fantasy 4, and Dirge of Cerberus and DON and Super DBZ and Naruto 4. Oh what the hell else am I playing right now? I am so confused. You're not allowed
1: to have any new video games for like the next year. The
0: trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> <the trumpet. laughs> I paid off my house in Animal Crossing, so so I can consider myself done with that. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. on to just the five games now, I think. So I got to go play games. I got to edit the podcast. Oh, I got to work on a video. And it never ends. It's a never-ending cycle. Well, thank you for sticking with us this episode. I hope you enjoyed the D-O-N review, and uh, I hope you get it if it sounds interesting to you. Mary. Yo. You. You have a website.
1: That I do. It is called Trunks. because I'm the resident Trunks lover.
0: And the URL of this website is... It's is
1: quite long. It's T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S dot com. That's Trunks dot com.
0: Yes, it is. And Julian and I can be
2: found at... We can be found at EX, that lovely, lovely DPC-esque website that we've got. The URL for that is www.daizex.com. That's daizex.com.
0: That it is. There you will find all of our news from the week before you hear it here. And we've got the video downloads. I have a couple things that are down right now that I need to relink. I'll, I'll fix that stuff. We've got, I've got some neat stuff planned for the site. Hopefully we're going to get that filler guide stuff up from Rachel. It, it's going to be a busy next couple months on the website. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Yes. Well, folks, that kind of wraps up episode 39. I will thank Mary for joining us.
1: You're quite welcome.
0: I will thank all of those who contributed those little DON reviews for us. Thank you, all of you. Julian, do you have something final to say here?
2: I believe I do. I'd well, like to thank Mike for joining us. <laughs>
0: thank you. Because, you know, I'm Vegito EX, and I know the sum and substance of my evil.
2: Really? Yes. Okay. okay. Thank you for listening to the Risen X-Photocast. Thank you for listening to the Risen x you Thank you